Hello, everybody. It's Michelle Burkhardt here, your host on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Hey, I hope you're doing really well today. Uh, I know I am. It's been an, an amazing week and weekend. It's just, uh, just life is good, right? All right. So I want to talk to you about something that keeps popping up. Um, I heard this statement from a leader not too long ago says, I just can't find good people. Okay. Do you ever feel like that? (laughs) So I'm going to share with you this person's journey towards discovering good people. And then I'm going to contrast that with another client of mine who, honestly, they were going through a hiring kind of phase and they made some mistakes in their hiring process. And I think it provides us with really good clues. Okay. So, you know, what's the connection between those two? The one leader who says, I can't find good people and the other one who, you know, gets stuck during the hiring process. Well, there's a subtle shift in their thinking. And I really want to pinpoint that for you because you can use it not just in hiring and firing people, but in any part of your life. Okay. Enjoy. Michelle, you don't understand. I just can't find good people. That was the exact statement I had from a coaching client who was in a a leader's mastermind discussion group with us about five years ago. Now, when I heard that, that wasn't the first time I've ever heard that from a a leader before. uh, And I totally understood that sentiment. Uh, I just kind of bit my tongue a little bit. I held my breath knowing, hey, I I know the path that that we're going to take on in the next uh, 12 weeks, and I'm sure you're going to change your tune, right? But have you ever been there before? You're you're maybe building a team, you're you're trying to get a project done, or maybe a program launched, and you're like, man, I just can't find good people. Well, This leader was very frustrated, very overwhelmed. Um, And, you know, flash forward three months later, when we were doing our debrief of this discussion group, the statement that she said was, Michelle, I realize now my people are the greatest. And I thought, wow. So, you know, let's look at those two statements. What is the difference? What made the difference for her? Well, two things. The first and the biggest one was her change in thinking, okay? She needed a change in mindset. Have you ever been there before where one little tiny subtle shift makes all the difference for you? I know I have. And then the second thing for her was, let's face it, she needed to to really beef up some of her leadership skills, especially for this person, communication, relationship building. Uh, she was excellent at getting stuff done, but she kind of missed the, the earlier steps of building her, her relationships with, t- with her team members. So John Maxwell says, for a leader that develops leaders, so that's ultimately where we all want to go, right? For a leader that develops leaders, there is something scarcer and much more important than ability, It is the ability to recognize ability. So it's not the uh, most important thing to be able to get stuff done. It's more important for you to be able to recognize when other people can get stuff done. Okay. So how in the world do you do that? Well, I believe the first step is really asking yourself, what do you need? Okay. What do you need? 
And let me give you a couple different examples here. Um, actually, I'm just going to give you one because it's really robust and it's a great example. Now, I the person that, that I'm going to share with you, I do not have permission to share their name or the the entity that they have worked for. However, she has cleared that I could go ahead and use this as an example because it's a great one. So this leader, um, she came on, she relatively new leader, uh, was hired because she got stuff done in her, her former position. She came on and she had a staff of about 15 people and they are an education organization that serves a population of about five counties of people in the state of Michigan. Okay. So she came on thousands of people under their care. And all of a sudden, you know, one person leaves and, and basically they left to go to something bigger and better so we can, you know, celebrate with them. And she said, okay, Michelle, I got to hire my first person. How do I do this? Right. And as we were talking it through, um, her boss kind of came in and, and said, no, no, this is what you're going to do. And so he, he laid out this job description and he said, all right, here's the job description of the person who just left hire somebody with these skills. Okay, you, you're, you're paying me for my advice and I'm not gonna say anything different even though I knew exactly what would happen. So what happened? So they hired the person with the same exact job description. Now this is a, a crew of 15 people and so there's 14 people besides the leader. 12 of them all had the same job description. So that meant three people didn't, okay? So you got two support staff and then the other 12 who are doing the same job, right? So this goes on and, and about six months later, I'm still in this coaching training relationship with this team and the, there's a person who has to leave. They're, they're basically retiring. And so it comes to hiring. And I said, could, could, I, could I just interject here? Could I just do a small teaching on this? Could we talk about this? And she said, yes. And, and by that point, you know, I felt like I'm just going to share this. And so we talked about who should this person be. And this is what I want you to write down, because if you're thinking about hiring somebody or you're looking for somebody that's really going to add value to your team, there are a few questions that you need to consider. Number one, what is your mission? Okay. What's your mission? What's your vision? And how in the world can you, um, you know, maybe replace the holes in, in your um, job description that nobody's filling? Or do you have resources that you need on your team that you haven't had before? Or perhaps there are challenges that you know you're getting your team ready for in the future, but currently the people on your team aren't going to cut it. And for those of you who have a team that have been together for a really long time and you haven't had a new person in, beware, okay? When you have groups that have no outside person coming in, oftentimes what happens is you get into what's called um, popular thinking or groupthink, where the group, and this is backed by research, the group actually begins to have the same thoughts and ideas over time. So just beware of that. Okay, so back to our organization here. I said, okay, let me just ask you a few questions about what's happening here. I said, what's your mission? What's your vision? You know, who are you? What are you about? I said, let's think about the work that you do right now. 
So, you know, what holes might you have in your work? Well, the very first thing that they said was, you know, a large part of our budget, probably 20 to 30% of our budget is all about marketing. I said, okay, marketing, great. Who does your marketing? Uh, nobody at the table raised their hand. I was like, wait a minute. 20 to 30% of your, your budget is on marketing. Who does the marketing? And they said, none of us do. We, we don't really know how to do that. That's why we always have money left over. Warning, warning, warning. Okay. All right. So marketing it is. Uh, and then we went through probably, I don't know, 40 or 50 different things that, you know, these are the things your organization must absolutely do. And I said, of these 40 to 50 things, who's doing what? And we found another five things. So by the time we got done having this discussion, we found 40% of their budget was not getting done. Okay, this is not good. Your budget is there. It's, it's, you have your, your workflow there for a reason, right? And so I said, guys, we need, to, we need to change this. And come to find out those 12 people with the same job description, guess what? They weren't hardly doing anything because really they had four or five people's amount of work and the rest of the work was supposed to be done by the, the other people. I said, okay, this is a great opportunity. You know, you're not gonna hire or, or fire the, the people who are extra, we're not gonna do that, but let's start job crafting a little bit here. Who's really great at these five things? Who's really great at these five things, right? And so all of a sudden you almost had, everybody had their own individual job description instead of it being very position oriented, okay? And then I said, all right, now you've got to hire not one but two people to do the rest of this, this work. And we began to think about, you know, what do they need to do and how do they need to do it? And eventually they did hire two new people. Uh, and then when one person left from that other job description, they just kind of didn't rehire. Uh, so the long and the short of it is that they develop their team from first thinking what do we need? Where are our holes? How could we, you know, meet our challenges? And then hiring. Okay, they didn't hire somebody and then try to figure out what are you going to do? Okay. Write down this one phrase for me, please. Think first, then hire. Think first, then hire. Okay. So, you know, once you get those people on your team and, and you know that they have certain strengths and talents and abilities, what do you do? Well, then from there you start to develop them, right? Now that is a whole different lesson in and of itself, so I'm not really going to go down into that. Um, but I would like to say this, that if you are a leader and you're, you're trying to develop your team, you're trying to grow your business, um, you're really trying to kind of streamline your systems and processes, I would invite you to join us on the Empowered Leaders Membership Group. That group is, uh, it's a group of people who are really committed to learning leadership principles, applying them in their life, and then coming back to the group and saying, this is what I tried, this is what's working, this is what's not, help me tweak something, okay? So in the group, what we do, we have one lesson every single week on a Friday morning, um, jam-packed with examples and stories for you. I challenge you to really come up with a plan for the rest of your week. And then we come together uh, throughout the week in a Zoom and we just share with each other. 
Okay. And then we have an online community, uh, of course, as well. So really what I, I'd like you to do is just check out the link in the comments and the descriptions and see if it's right for you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, I really hope that you are having a blessed day and that you go out and make the day better for you and the people you serve. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.